Hi there, my name's Nathan. I'm Doris and I play Caden Oistrich. Hi, I'm Mitch. And I'm Remy. So, um, Mitch, due to uh, reasons, you're not able to continue playing on the show. I mean, we don't have to be that coy about it, do we? We could just say, work schedule, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Yeah, I can't, can't do weekly anymore, so... If I were to play, it'd only be like once or twice a month. Yeah, so since like you won't be playing Minref in the near future, possibly um, forever, um, well, give us an overview on the character and his backstory. Tell us more about Minref. So I wanted to play an Eladrin, but there... Uh, Eladrin is like a stuck-up kind of race, you know? Like, they're better than everybody else, and they're just stubborn and too prideful. But I didn't want to, like, have Minrith be in that society, so he basically was dumped off in uh, another, just a regular elven tribe, that wasn't entirely uh, special or had like anything particular about them. And he grew up in that elven tribe, basically being hated by like all, all of the other elves that were there <clears throat> because he wasn't one of them. He was a, uh, uh, an Eladrin. He was so, an ugly duckling. Basically like he wasn't them. He was an outsider to them. So the the only people that actually c- cared for him was the elven family that took him in, uh, the Nisakin. Uh, there's the mother, uh, Firaf Nisakin, and the father, Isir Nisakin, who they both had a daughter called Ilvara. I never mentioned Minrith's last name on the show, but he did adopt the Nisakin uh, name because he lived quite a long time with that family of elves. And they basically cared for him like he was family. You know, you guys could also talk during this. I don't want it to be like half an hour of just me talking about Minrith. (laughs) I mean... I want my flask back. I don't really have much to say apart from that. I'm just so angry. But yeah, so... In real life, or as Gareth? So, basically, these elves weren't massive hunters. They mainly trained in uh, swords and magic. And it's not like the typical elves. This particular tribe did focus on magic and swords and anybody that wasn't fully capable of using swords were kind of like shunned and Minrith had no aptitude for using blades. He was kind of trash at it and only semi good at uh, magic. Ilvara, his uh, friend, the daughter of the Nisakins, was exceptionally trained in sword and magic 
which she was basically like the pride of the tribe with uh, Ysir training her. But Ysir noticed that Minrith had no aptitude for sword and little ma- aptitude for magic and knew of a hunter, an elven hunter on the outside of the tribe who basically kind of like paid his rent by hunting game and giving it to the elves. They basically just like allowed him to stay on the outskirts. So Isir brought Minrith to this hunter who was named, uh, who is named Elmanor. And Elmanor was a bit kooky, a little, little fucked up in the head, but was really good with the bow. So that's why Isir uh, brought Minrith to him. So for years, Minrith would spend weeks to months outside of the tribe training with Elmanor. And like I said before, it was going on for years. And Okay. So then tell us, where did things begin to go wrong? Well, um, Minrith continuing to be treated as an outsider spent most of his time outside of the tribe and it really didn't help enforce the fact that he wasn't one of them because he was spending time with Elmanor hunting and has no aptitude for sword, low aptitude for magic. Just he was basically he it was kinda like the tables have switched to Minrith, he was scum compared to the rest of these elves. Like he was lower than them. Uh Minrith trained with basically his own way of dodging and fighting because he had the like the basic magic aptitude of a legend being able to move in different spaces and teleport and kind of just stay away from his enemies and then mixing in the fighting styles of elves of normal elves and hunting and using arrows and the magic to basically like quarry enemies. And that basically made him into like the deadly hunter that he is just Elmanor teaching him these radical ways of using a bow and him mixing in his own Elydran bloodline into it. Uh, after a long time, a couple decades later, training with Elmanor, Menrith went to finish his training with him and he found Elmanor missing. He wasn't where they usually met up to train. Uh, Elmanor kind of lived in like this rugged old hut that he built himself and most of his belongings weren't there and there wasn't any signs of struggle. So Elmanor left willingly he left a note that i've kind of been bouncing between like what he left saying and because elmanor was a little fucked up in the head it isn't like a really clear written note and basically it says that elmanor has prepared minrith for what's to come 
and that at some point in the future they will meet again and it was signed as elven hunter which minrith would have taken as he's an elf and he's a hunter and he's not right in the head so he was just labeling himself as a hunter of the of the elves uh minrith not knowing where Elmenor was, went back to the tribe to find Isir and Firaf, both having been murdered with in the style of what Minra's fighting was, fighting style of uh, basically shooting out the working appendages, the hands and arms. Because throughout the episodes, there have been multiple moments where Minrith has specifically targeted those appendages. Because in a world of people fighting with swords and magic that need uh, like hand signs to cast, he knew that the best way to eliminate a threat that way is to eliminate the functions of those hands. So there were arrows stuck in Asir's and uh, Firaf's hands and wrists <clears throat> with a single arrow in both of their necks, killing them outright. And the entire tribe was uh, around these two, kind of just like, whoa, what the fuck? Who did this type of shit? Like, and... Uh, literally all signs because they're all sword and magic users pointed to either Minrith or Elmenor. And because they don't like Minrith more than they dislike Elmenor, they all targeted him. Ilvara was there and believed that it was Minrith who killed her parents. So while Minrith is being exiled by the tribe, they, Ilvara basically swore that, one day she would find him and hunt him down for what he had done. And then basically Minrith's main mission in life is to hunt down Elmenor because he assumes that he was the one that killed the Nisikin family. And that's wow. kind of like how he met up with the party because he figured after years of hunting humans and elves, trying to like use himself as bait to find Elmenor. He figured if he made a name of himself as the elven hunter, Elmenor would eventually seek him out. So he started using the adventuring party as a cover for his hunts in the various cities that they visited. Damn. Yeah. So um, let's talk about First off, um, why did Minrith choose to leave the party in the end? Minrith figured that with him killing a... Uh, Father Fucknuggets was... <laughs> wasn't he like the big shot in that temple in Dren? Yeah, he was. So Minrith figured... Gorif basically gave him a big target to kill... And with his cloak of elven skin, it kind of adds on to the personification of the elven hunter that Minrith is. So having killed this big shot priest 
in his own temple or out front of his own temple in this massive, well-known, fancy-ass city that kind of gives him like a really good high boost to what his goal is in kind of using himself as bait. He's basically hoping Gorf and the party spread the word of finding Minrith because he hasn't seen too many other Eladrin and he's kind of like not visible, but just he's could, he could be easily known and figured if people like paid attention to him. So that's kind of his reasoning behind killing the priest, taking the money and taking the flask. Cause he knows Gorif will basically hunt him down to the ends of the earth. That is and correct. he's using that. I am, I don't usually research, right? But I am researching. Um, I've literally, I've, I've written down everything you said. I'm coming for you, Minrith. I'm going to. So yeah, basically he's using the party to further his name to get to Elmenor, even though he also knows that that is a risk of Ilvara finding him, mm-hmm. which he kind of wants, but doesn't at the same time. So I got one. So you have... 10 or 11,000 gold for all intents and purposes after you sell the flask. What is... Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, so what are your plans with that amount of resources? His main goal is to... He'll probably go back to Sil to get that unlimited quiver because not having to worry about his ammunition running out is a big thing and just will massively help. (laughs) And then he'll basically use some of it here and there to put out bounties for himself in like various parts of different cities. And uh, I mean, he'll obviously he'll, he wants a stronger longbow because just the basic one isn't it's wearing down and not cutting it for him anymore. So, Nathan, could I ask you a question using my rules knowledge? Mm. So, there does exist longbow enchant, well, bow enchantment, to just have a bow that just conjures its own ammunition instead of yeah. getting overcharged by Sil. Is that available in Riffwake? Uh Yes, that would be available in Riffwake. And probably much cheaper. Yeah. So, he probably doesn't know about those types of bows but he would probably uh but he knows so that makes sense he'll like basically do his own investigations of everything shit okay so you're gonna get some equipment upgrades but mostly use that wealth to spread the word slash build a network kind of thing basically and then he has trust issues with essentially everybody i think the person he trusted most was lupix and he trusted him mainly to just be a distraction kind of because lupix was a really out there character or is a really out there character so he could trust lupix to take an edge off of him so it's not like he's going to go assassin's creed and build up like a creed of his own of hunters he'll probably stay as a single man but 
I mean, that could probably change in the future if you find somebody else like-minded. Yeah. To be fair, with Sharpshooter, you can fire from 600 feet away. So you are that is well one of the main reasons. Solo. That is one of the main reasons why I took Sharpshooter is because he's been training for so long with the bow and arrow. And I, like as I mentioned before, uh, like metal-wise, Minrith was going to start going down the thief tree to just get to level three and pick the uh, assassin archetype. Nice. Um, if you uh, okay. if you are ever to come back to Riftwake, what would happen? Um, I think that would depend on you guys, because if Minrith was to come back, it would probably either be with our party, or now that he knows about the Marauders, he would possibly join them and use them so out of curiosity then a different angle if you mitch come back would it be more or would it be some new character um i really like playing as minrith but i'm not entirely opposed to rolling a new character I think it's kind of fun having Minrith be out in the world doing like his own thing and just tidbits here and there of information about an Eladrin with an elven skin cloak just running around assassinating people. <laughs> and like those little tidbits would like give me knowledge that his name is out there and at some point Ilvara or Elmanor would find him or he would find them. Hmm. Any other questions? Well, I got one more. So we talked a bit about what he's thinking about all this. Like, how does he feel about his chances now that he's leaving and has all of this opportunity to now? Um, Minrith kind of always had just a one track mind. It's always been whether or not he has a bow or arrows or daggers he would use his fists if he had to to kill elmanor having all of these little like this extra money and the adventuring group that he had was just basically like all of a means to get what he wanted so it's never been about like oh these are my friends these are people that i like being around and will protect like like I've said in the past, he has you he specifically uses Morris and everybody else as like advantage tokens. It would suck if you died, but Minrith knows that he can dip the fuck out if anything goes sideways. So he knows for a fact that he's capable of having high mobility, like in the end of the last episode. All of those guards and all of those people were coming to surround him and he blinks out of existence and Misty steps up onto a rooftop and just watches as they all like scramble to find him. He has good knowledge of his own abilities and knows that he can take care of himself no matter the situation that he's put in. Mm. And I actually have a question. I mean, our DM has tried to kill Minrith multiple times by spawning enemies right next to him. So 
he's fared fairly well in those. The only time Minrith has actually like been on the verge of death is uh the first bar fight we ever got into with those four guards. Oh yeah. Like when that that was like the only time Minrith has been in a hairy situation and that was mainly because he was in a closed off space, only had his bow, but he knows those types of situations, which is why he bribed the guards. He's not trying to save face or trying to like rid the racism against elves or Eladrin or anything like that. He's just doing what he has to to meet the end goal. What was your uh, question, Caden? Oh yeah, um, Nathan. This is more of a question for Nathan, actually. Um, would you be okay with the idea of? Gorif wanting to find this flask. Yeah, finding the flask does not necessarily mean you have to find um, uh, Minra. Yeah, you know? because I would very much like to find that flask. I think what probably we'll, 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 we'll end up doing is going to be quite fun with uh, him finding <laughs> I the flask. I think something that would be fun is if like Minrith engraves something stupid onto the flask, sells it to like, a well-known <laughs> shop or something. Um. Or like sells it back to Sill. <laughs> <laughs> Gorf having to go back to Sill and like repurchase that same flask with like something that Minrith engraved on it would be fucking hilarious. I mean, if Minrith just <laughs> engraved his <laughs> name like, on the flask, that would just get oh, Minrith would probably like Minrith would probably like engrave elven hunter onto it and then like a dash mark underneath and just put an m <laughs> just so gorf always knows who fucked him over oh i, I would pay so much gold to get that gotten rid of one thousand two thousand if i have no, gold no no Here, here's the funny thing right is that technically speaking the reason why it's so fucking cheap was because first off still gave you a mass like quite a good discount and secondly, since Sylv's uh, not in the, the, right in the middle of Dwarven territory, the prices are a bit more reasonable for just like a bottle that reproduces ale or mead or whatever. Sense. More expensive for dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> if you remember, it, it only costs uh, 200 gold, if I'm not wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, what a fucking but markup. I could, just, I could just buy like... 10,000 of them and then sell them all in Dren and make a fucking killing. Well, again, to be fair, that was him making it at cost instead of sale price. Yeah, and we also gave him those shards, didn't we? So, right. Yeah. Yes. Actually, with it being a sill-made item, can it even be engraved? Yeah, that's a big question, isn't it? Like, it, it can't be except maybe buy sill yeah that, so that's like probably would, to get it would, engraved and could minerth would give sill like a hundred gold to engrave that shit on that fucking flask <laughs> <laughs> oh that's just evil enchanted to never be removed <laughs> uh, that's some like nasty you. shit right now i don't like you and then he would replace the mead with his piss <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's just too far. Gorb goes to take a swig of his mead. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> just 
just starts flipping out in Sil's shop. That fucking pointy-eared prick. (laughs) Instead of going that far, just swap the mead for cheap beer. Nah, piss is better. (laughs) That's just a step too far for it. But that's just my opinion. wouldn't actually do that, but the engraving Minrith would do. Yes, that is funny. Poo juice. Same color. Okay. Anyway, um, oh yeah, that reminds me, Caden. Yes. Just for the record, the it was a temple of Orias. Yeah. Uh, shit. Or Orias. Orias. Yeah. Orias. I don't know what god I follow. I closed roll twenty, but um, that sounds pretty lighty to me. Yeah, it's fire. The sun. That kind of stuff. Oh shit! I have to. Oh, oh I'm. I'm checking now. I think it was Orius. I'm disappointed in you, Caden. You didn't. Yeah, take it was Orius. Imagine if I just can't use Divine Smite anymore. That'd be great. <laughs> is is Gorf technically an Oathbreaker now? No, it doesn't work like that in my world. I mean, to be, I didn't kill the guy. I just kind of told Minrith to. Yeah, that, that's another thing, right? He, he he didn't actually do anything in that situation. It was Minrith for fucking world of that guy. <laughs> I felt bad. Like, if I was with Minrith, I would have... Like, like, I may be fucking annoyed that he ripped me off, but, like, he was just trying to enjoy some beer, man. If you were just trying to enjoy a nice drink and someone fucking a- shoots you in the ass... <laughs> that moment was so funny, just... Minrith riddling this priest with arrows, and then Kate in the background's like, oh, fuck, what did I do? What have I done? That's my character motivation, to find a necromancer to resurrect Father Fuckface. Doesn't no, exist. I think it 10, exist. It does exist. L- level yeah, 7 that- necromancy resurrection. Or not in respect. Ah, shucks. I'm just gonna get his dead body and use it as a puppet then, so we'll be fine. Big Hello. Hello, I'm Father Fresh. Like strings and shit. Anyway, how do I check my um Weekend at Bernie's this shit? <laughs> Hi, my name is Father Fuck Nugget. Spread your ass cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't um put a god in. Nope. Also, apparently, I have Misty Step. Wait, you do? Huh. As yeah. a paladin, he can have Misty Step, yeah. <laughs> Nifty. Also, next game, I'm definitely using Fine Steed. <laughs> okay, can we, I, I yeah, want to do the horse thing. Okay, I, I, I think we, we can yeah. end the corrected but, chat. But, um, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, thanks, Mitch, for being on the show for the past nine episodes. So, hope we... Hopefully, um, someday, you might be able to get back on the show. It's been a lot of fun, and I anticipate the future of a possible Minrith versus Gorith. <laughs> I would be very happy with that. Top 10 anime rivalries. Anyway, um, yeah. Rest in peace. That's it. Right. Take care yeah. of yourself, Mitch. Thank you. Uh, everybody go to Patreon, give Nathan money, and maybe I'll come back if it's enough. He's got to, like, he's pay me $10. $10, I'll make a one shot. <laughs>
All right, folks. Thanks for listening to this send off for Mitch. Go to our social medias. Go to Patreon. Have a good one. Bye. King my fucking bye. Bye. Au revoir. Bye.